Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. Here are some of the latest developments in the global automotive industry and the backstory as to why they're happening. Ann Arbor, Michigan could become the first city in the world to be the home of a fleet of autonomous cars. That's the goal of the Mobility Transformation Center, a group run by the University of Michigan with participation by the U.S. Department of Transportation and a variety of automakers and suppliers. It predicts that by 2020, Ann Arborites will be using smartphones to call self-driving cars to come get them for their morning and evening commutes. Right now, the Mobility Transformation Center is testing a fleet of 3,000 connected cars to develop the technology needed to network them together. As an interesting aside, Larry Burns, the former head of R&D at General Motors, is deeply involved with this project. Australia's auto suppliers are expected to be decimated from Ford and GM's decision to end production in the country. Ward's Auto reports that 75% of supplier companies will close their doors because of GM and Ford's exit. The country's prime minister says the government will soon announce a plan to help companies and workers transition into other fields. But this sure calls into question how Toyota can continue to build cars in Australia with so many suppliers about to go out of business. Lincoln has a lot riding on its upcoming CUV, the MKC. We just learned the base model will be priced at $34,000, including destination charges. There's also a mid-level model starting at just over $37,000, and the top model starts at about $41,000. It goes on sale next summer. The new CLA just filled the entry-level spot in Mercedes-Benz's lineup that the C-Class once held. So the all-new 2015 C-Class is moving a little more upscale. It's longer and wider, and whether looking at the outside or in, it's instantly recognizable as the new model. It'll initially be powered by three engine choices, one diesel and two gas, all with stop-start technology and made it to either a six-speed manual or seven-speed automatic. The gas engines and seven-speed auto are the only of variants available in North America, at least to start out with. Other engine options will be available in North America and globally shortly after market launch. Prices in Europe will start out a little over 33,000 euros, which is about $46,000. And they'll range up to about 39,000 euro, or about $53,000. We've reported that the UAW is struggling to organize more facilities, but it looks like our neighbors to the north are having a little more luck. Unifor, the Canadian Auto Workers Union, says it has received membership card signatures from nearly half of Toyota's Canadian manufacturing workers. To hold a vote to join a union, Unifor first needed signatures from at least 40% of those employees. We'll keep you updated as to how this goes. Last week, we asked you to vote on which vehicles you think should be the North American Car and Truck of the Year. We posted the finalists for that award. On the car side, it's the Chevrolet Corvette, the Cadillac CTS, and the Mazda 3. On the truck side, it's the Chevrolet Silverado, the Acura MDX, and the Jeep Cherokee. 
will announce your results tomorrow, but that gives you one more day to vote just in case you haven't. Just go to AutoLine Daily, show number 1275 for December 11th, and you'll see the ballot. Last year, the AutoLine Daily audience accurately predicted who the winners would be, so please take the time to give us your input. Last week, I also told you about who made it to the shortlist for the AutoLine Executive of the Year. Today, I want to start introducing you to the members of the Blue Ribbon panel who made that selection. That's coming up next. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Last week, I introduced you to the shortlist for the AutoLine Executive of the Year. Those executives include Akio Toyota, Tom Dahl from Subaru, Martin Winterkorn from Volkswagen, Alan Mulally from Ford, and Mark Royce from General Motors. Now let me introduce you to the Blue Ribbon panel that selected those executives, and today I start with Mary Ann Keller. I first heard about Mary Ann in 1979 when she was the first Wall Street analyst to predict that Chrysler was going to go bankrupt. Most other analysts thought this was a ridiculous prediction, not only coming from a rookie analyst, but from a woman at that. Of course, Keller's analysis was spot on and only a government bailout prevented that bankruptcy. Mary Ann went on to become one of the best known automotive analysts in the world, if not the best known. And it was not just her financial insights that set her apart from the rest of the Wall Street crowd. Her expertise has been sought out over her career. The National Academy of Sciences asked her for her input while studying the impact of the corporate average fuel economy regulations. She was an advisor to MIT's Global Motor Vehicle Program, which resulted in the influential book, The Machine That Changed the World. She's also written several books of her own. Mary Ann has served on the board of directors of a number of companies, including the Dollar Thrifty Automotive Group and Drive Time, a major used car retailer, as well as Sonic Automotive, Falcon Financial, and Lithia Motors. Clearly, Mary Ann Keller is one of the most insightful analysts in the automotive industry, and that's why I'm so pleased to have her on my Blue Ribbon panel to select the AutoLine Executive of the Year. Tomorrow, I'll introduce you to another member of the panel, but that wraps up today's report, and thanks for watching.